Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for Vegas Nation and Blue Wire Network. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to the Vegas Nation post-game edition. It's Heidi Fang, Ed Graney, and Adam Hill. Welcome, everybody, to the Vegas Nation post-game edition. It's Heidi Fang here, and I'm joined with Ed Graney, our Review Journal sports columnist. Adam Hill may pop in here. He's finishing up some writing here on deadline. But, Ed, we got to start off with the Raiders. Get wow. a win. And do it, of course, in dramatic fashion in the home opener here in Allegiant Stadium. The first time fans are inside for a home game that is in season. The place was packed. It was rocking here. And the final score, 33-27 in overtime. Ed, well, first of all, what did you make of, what did you make of all the drama? Uh, I just wish it wasn't so boring. I wish tonight wasn't as boring as it was, you know, with the overtime and John Gruden dying 10 times, as he told us after. You know, it was, it was incredible. I mean, first, first, like you said, Heidi, the first time in our pandemic world where fans were allowed to come in and watch a regular season football game with the Raiders uh, and over 60,000 in the house. Um, but the way it played out, uh, Raiders not playing well at all early. Uh, I thought very fortunate to only be down 14-10 at the half. Uh, but then that second half of them coming back and the momentum switches – in uh, you're talking to a guy who doesn't believe in momentum, so I will preface myself with that. Um, but then to get into overtime, and, you know, we can play it all out about what happened. But at the end of the day, um, and Adam's here with us today, and a- Adam actually uh, gave me my column idea because this was a defense that last year never made the play they needed to. They never got the stop they needed to. And because of Carl Nassib tonight getting that fumble, forced fumble uh, against Lamar Jackson, and then the Raiders winning it in the next series a couple plays later, I thought it was enormous. It was a huge win for them. Um, to beat this team uh, here to open, and I thought the atmosphere, like you said, was completely electric. Adam, what was your take on just, like, atmosphere, looking at everything, how it played out here in Allegiant? Yeah, well, first of all, I'd, I'd like to congratulate Ed on knowing that momentum is not a real thing. <laughs> uh, it doesn't exist. It's not, a, it's, not, it's not an actual thing that exists in the sports world. However, I'll say that one thing that does exist is, like, comfortability and rhythm, and, and I think you saw that with Derek Carr, just if you take a – a big picture look at what happened tonight started the game two for 10 and was all over the place with some of those throws he had some wide open receivers that he missed and he was really struggling I think you can chalk that up a lot to no preseason and finding your rhythm on the field and being a little bit maybe too excited uh, in this environment because it was you know this was not a regular game this is you know pomp and circumstance and you know you've got Ice Cube at halftime and you've got the Gladys Knight yeah. National Anthem Ice Cube oh, and too God. short I, okay. I would like you to wrap those okay. later in unsportsmanlike yeah. conduct, What's my favorite please? word? Uh, so, so, yeah, I, I think um, all those things kind of contributed to that. But I think the Raiders did a good job, and this is you know, a very underrated part of the game. Um, after he was 2 for 10 in the first quarter, he came out on that first drive of the second quarter, and they got like four short passes where they're like, all right, just go complete a couple passes. Just get your rhythm, find yourself a little bit. And I think that really worked. And, you know, you saw as the game went on, uh, Derek Carr was phenomenal for the last three quarters and for overtime, you know, except the one, you know, uh, the one weird interception there to Snead uh, at the end that caused all the chaos. But, uh, yeah, he got he got really good. So so not momentum's not a thing, but I think rhythm, comfortability, those things are, are true, and you saw that a little bit. But, yeah, overall, just incredible atmosphere as we knew it was going to be. It was loud. It was, you know, the concerns for how long have we heard, hey, if there's ever an NFL team in Vegas, it's going to be 50-50. 
It wasn't 50-50. It was a very strong mm-hmm. pro Raiders crowd. Now, a lot of those might be season ticket holders that will sell at later dates, and maybe they just want to be here for the first game. But for the first game, a lot of Raiders fans, and it was very loud in here, uh, especially on defense uh, when they're supposed to be loud. They were loud. They did do the wave. That's points off. Uh, that's you got to deduct for that. But for the most part, created a great atmosphere. And I think the Raiders come out of this game, win or lose, you would have come out of the game saying, hey, they're a much improved team. They're a team that can win some football games that you don't think they're going to win this year. Um, the defense is so much more improved. The offense you know, took a little bit of a step back. Maybe you can see the, the development. You can see the, the potential in them. Um, but you, if you would have lost, you would have said, just uh, same old Raiders, same thing they did. They found a way to win. Ice Cube was the gentleman in the movie about beats. <laughs> is this what we were talking about? Um, I, wait, Dr. Said, Dre. Oh, you mean straight out of Compton. Yes, yes. Okay, that was Cube his was son. in that movie. It was, okay. Okay, <laughs> am, I, am I being factually wrong right now? No. Well, it, it was a, about... Well, no, it was about the dude who invented them, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the many things that he's known for. These are facts. The it's Dr. Like, it's Dre. It's like when people rip me on my columns like this, 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 and I just say, look. Tell me where it's factually wrong. Like, the, your opinion is my opinion. Neither of our opinions really matter. We just have opinions. That movie included Dr. Dre, who eventually made Beats, and Cube, who your, was in the movie. Your <laughs> fact that the movie was about Beats is incorrect. Well, not necessarily about Beats, <laughs> but it had a lot to do with the guy who eventually created Beats. You mean, don't mean Dwight Schrute. No, this isn't The Office. I know what this is. Um, okay, so... We talked about opinion matters and not mattering. It mattered tonight for Josh Jacobs, who ended up getting the start after saying he begged the coaches to let him play because he was sick. Um, He does not have COVID, but he did have an illness. So Josh Jacobs winds up with 10 carries. But where it matters, he got the job done with touchdowns, scoring two of those tonight, 34 yards on 10 attempts as well. So, uh, I mean, just being, Adam, you talked about, Oh, the offense came through. I mean, but when you think about how uncharacteristic it is for Josh Jacobs to kind of have that kind of night, um, what, what did you make of how the offense adjusted to him being only uh, available on a limited kind of basis? Yeah, well, for, and he said he was hurting. Uh, he said he had to beg to play, as you said. So uh, there was some question whether he was even going to go. And, and the foot was an issue, too. He came out so many times tonight. Found the sledding fairly tough, and I think that had a lot to do with the offensive line. I think they were getting uh, beat up a little bit up front. Same goes for the other side. The defensive line for the Raiders was really good, beat up the offensive line for the Ravens. Uh, So, yeah, I I think the yards were tough to come by. You found a lot of, you know, carries where maybe there was negative one yard blocked and he got like two yards after contact. It's a one yard gain on the stat sheet, but really it's an impressive play. Uh, Josh Jacobs, we know, uh, one of the leaders in the league every year of yards after contact, averaging about 3.1 yards after contact last year. And he had to do that again tonight. He was he was hit all over the place. Uh, but, you know, they get down to the goal line, they give it to him, they, they put him in, put it in the end zone. And then uh, Josh Jacobs on you know one of the more important plays of the game with the kind of a dancing run through the line, cut it back, a great, great vision to see uh, the the alley there, got it back to the other side of the field and um, ran past some tackles. So uh, that was a really impressive play and a very important play uh, for Josh Jacobs, but really tough to find the yards. And they weren't able to really uh, get a whole lot going with him in the passing game, which I know they've wanted to do. They want to get him involved as a receiver. He's lined up wide quite a few times. They really couldn't get him involved in that aspect, but 
clearly not 100%, both from the illness and uh, the foot issue, the toe that he's dealing with uh, as, he, as he came out. Almost every carry had to come out of the game for a few plays. Uh, so, so that was tough to deal with. But luckily for the Raiders, fortunately, they have Kenyon Drake. They did call Trey Vegas out for the practice squad tonight. He didn't play a snap, uh, nor did Peyton Barber. He was active but did not play a snap either. So it was all Drake and Jacobs. And uh, obviously, Ingold got, got quite a bit involved too. But um, fortunately for the Raiders, they have Kenyon Drake there to step in when Josh Jacobs does have to come out of the game. Got to have a joker. I did think Ingold uh, actually got a lot more action than I remember him having from previous games last year. He got a lot of targets. Uh, listen, I'm just going to say one thing about Josh Jacobs. I'm looking right at Heidi Fang. She's in my fantasy dynasty league. I got a load of you-know-what for overpaying for Josh Jacobs by giving up DK Metcalf. Well, I'll tell you what tonight, baby. Josh Jacobs. That, 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 that verifies that I was right in overpaying. And he got me two scores. I already had the week wrapped up anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he put the uh, little cherry on the top of the sun. He did. He did. I actually honestly have not looked at my fantasy scores. Uh, and I'm not going to turn this one into a fantasy podcast because we could all three of us get well, started. We'll be here until three in the morning. Exactly. We can't do that. <laughs> Exactly. So, uh, but I did want to get into the numbers, as you mentioned, Ed. Darren Waller on his birthday, 19 targets, 10 receptions, and <laughs> over 100 yards. Darren Waller, I mean, he looked uh, pretty amazing out there tonight, doing uh, as a lot of people would I see on Twitter, Darren Waller doing Darren Waller things. And what he does do is make what he did look so easy when, he, I mean, isn't a lot it amazing? of those catches weren't. Yeah, and isn't it amazing almost like basketball where you know you're going to a certain guy and, it can, and you still can't stop him? Like 19 targets. Adam does a great job for the paper. We're now doing um, – you and I participate in uh, props each week. I think the prop on Waller targets was 10. Like in the first quarter I looked over at Adam. I said, I think he's a 10. Like he was already like over the prop. Like it's like how many, how many targets is this guy going to have? So – and I understand Carr counting on now. There's going to be games again where – you have that many targets, it's not going to work out for you. You've got to get other people involved. Uh, but he's a great player. And as Gruden said afterwards, not only did Gruden say he was the best player he ever coached, but he said he, you know, he also made mistakes. He had a couple, he had a couple misca- miscalculations of balls, uh, one drop maybe that I remember. But still, it's Darren Waller, so, you know, one of the top tight ends in the world. And, Adam, I wanted to get your take, though, on a lot of people talking about how much it was important for the young wide receivers to emerge in this game. Brian Edwards did when it mattered. Uh, Henry Ruggs had a, a decent um, time out there coming back from a calf injury, uh, had a big catch as well when it was uh, important and clutch. So he goes to his younger wide receivers down the stretch towards the end of the game, though it was Waller, Waller, Waller all leading up to that. So what did you think of these guys coming through in clutch situations? Yeah, the Brian Edwards, a lot is made of the fact uh, 37 seconds left in the fourth quarter. He got his first catch. Then he got another catch to set up that field goal uh, that tied the game. And then in overtime, they went to him a couple times for some big plays. Uh, so four catches in a row on four passing plays in a row from 37 seconds left in regulation on. Uh, so when it mattered, of course, he stepped up. Uh, the drive before the touchdown drive uh, that the Raiders had to tie it up the first time, uh, Henry Ruggs had uh, two really big plays, one kind of underneath to pick up first down and the second one a deep ball uh, where he got he got free and, and got down the field a little bit. Um, Henry Ruggs, I think, struggled more than Brian Edwards did. He had a little bit of an injury issue. He fell down on that go route and then struggled with the press coverage, which he did quite a bit last year too. He, he definitely did tonight. Couldn't get off the ball very often, but when they did find a way to get him open on that one touchdown drive, he did make the two big plays. That's what we saw last year. He makes – the you know doesn't make a whole lot of catches, but he does make big plays. Now you want him to get a, you want to get him more consistent. That's the next step for sure. He's got to beat the press coverage for sure because they're going to keep doing it until he can beat it. Uh, but that was what he did. Edwards on the other side, I thought 
played a much better game overall than Henry Ruggs did. Uh, you talk about the, the receptions at the end, but he also drew a really big pass interference play down the field. He was also open on a couple other occasions where they just didn't throw it to him. So I thought Edwards was, was the superior player to Ruggs tonight, and, and we saw that in training camp. Obviously, the comparisons with T.O. and Randy Moss and every other receiver in the world. Uh, but I think Brian Edwards is going to be just fine. They need to figure out a way to get Henry Ruggs the ball more often in different spaces. They need to run, you know, pop passes and jet sweeps and wide receiver screens, whatever they can to get on the ball because he needs to be more active and he's just getting beat up by press coverage and he's not getting open. So he needs to do more. The team needs to do more uh, with rugs. But I think Edwards is much, much closer to where they need him to be. A student site, as always. So let's take a quick break. Hear a word from our sponsors, STN Sports and TickPick. And we'll be right back here on the Vegas Nation Post Game Podcast. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Raiders football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. We know Raider Nation is psyched about the games taking place at Allegiant Stadium this year and on the road. Raider Nation is everywhere, so TickPick has you covered. Make sure to to check it out, visit TickPick.com slash VegasNation and use the promo code VegasNation to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. Welcome back to the Vegas Nation post-game edition. It's Heidi Fang, Ed Graney, Adam Hill, all in the house here at Allegiant Stadium. Going to wrap things up here. Final thoughts on uh, Ravens and the Raiders. So, you know, Lamar Jackson, a lot of people say, I, I wanted to see, too, if this prop covered. Uh, we had talked about that one with the pass what was being the Lamar over Jackson prop? 33 and a half oh, yards. I went under on that, pass. I went over. This guy went under because Adam. I, I went after Adam Hill on that one. Did because, that uh, prop hit? No, Adam. he didn't. He didn't complete a he pass didn't. over. I thought he yards. had one in the first quarter. Thirty-three. Yeah, down the sideline. Well, you're right here. It's going to say. Where's the final set? It's going to say long on the on the completions. Yeah, we got to check this out. Waller Waller went way over on the props on the ten targets. Yes, and um, then well, where'd you get a ten target prop from? That wasn't a thing. I made that. Maybe up. it was Ed's own bet. What about car? Oh, car. Um, <laughs> Car prop was completions. I I totally messed that up. It was over twenty five. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even. I took the over. To I took the over on everything. Forty nine yard receiving pass. There you go. I was wrong about that too. So forty nine <laughs> yard pass. So that means I lost that prop as well. All we're not right. gonna keep track of these yeah, things. Oh, we're totally uh, keeping track of these things. Why would we take? And I think I won everything. Why would so we keep far. track of this? <laughs> okay, I got Waller it's, then. I did get Waller. Just so I can brag no, you didn't about win things. Car. Did you go over? Yeah, I did. I certainly did. Wow. I thought they'd throw the ball forty times, and I figured that he. Good thing I knew Ice Cube was. Have some math. I would have had a bad done. night. I just did some math on the odds with what Carr's done with his numbers, but uh, yeah. So. Uh, Ultimately, though, my point with uh, Lamar Jackson was that I, I think, you know, a lot of people talk about the run game of Baltimore, but I think being that the team had so many different issues with their run game, I wanted to get your take on how they actually adapted on the field with the guys that they had and the plays that they made. I thought they did really well. You know, you, you had the rookie out there. You had a, It was pretty ironic that Latavius Murray was making plays, you know, the former Raider. 
Adams talked about a lot on all his shows. I mean, the running back is what it is in the NFL nowadays, so usually you can find guys and plug them in, and they can do what you want them to do. There's very special guys, you know, like either it's Nick Chubb or Kamara, stuff like that, stuff guys that are special. But for the most part, the majority are guys that can fill in and step in. So I thought they were fine. The team that couldn't run the ball were the Raiders, but in the end they didn't need to do that. And when you have Lamar Jackson, it's like having the best running back on the field anyway. Um, You know, he got away a few times. I think Adam termed it, you know, Lamar did Lamar things, which he did. Um, And you're you know, you're going to give up some of those. You just are. You're not, you're not going to stop that guy every time when he when he scrambles and when things break down. So I thought they did a nice, you know, you, they did as nice a job as him. When you can walk away with Lamar Jackson with a win, and you know, giving what he can do with the ball, I think it's a successful night. I, you know, I don't. You can pick and you know pick apart a lot of things. And Carr said they're not near perfect on either side of the ball. But I'll tell you what, them going home tonight with that win, for them at least, feels a heck of a lot better than what it looked like it was going to be at least early on when it was 14-0. I mean, when it was 14-0, you're sitting there going, are these guys going to score like seven points? I mean, that was, it looked that bad in the beginning. And I think a lot of fans, too. I was walking over where the black hole is, or a lot of the fans that had previously been in the black hole in Oakland were, and um, they were all in, congregated over in one end zone, and the faces were oh, just like, bad. come on, can we score? And it, it was so quiet over there, and then when Josh went in for that touchdown, it just erupted over there. It just And then right, that was, there's no such the thing boss, as momentum. But, uh, anyway. uh, was that you? No, it was not I, I thought it was I not the press box. Ask you for your press badge on the way out, but no. <laughs> um, the 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 um, other thing I wanted to get on just before we start wrapping up things was just who in this room thought, Adam, I'll start with you, who thought that the Raiders would get this win over the Ravens, and even though they, you know, maybe some people had doubted them, how important is this for them going in to face the Steelers? Well, it's huge. In a couple of senses. One, it shows them that they can win these games, and they couldn't last year. These are games they lost last year every single time. Um, you know, defense and needing a stop, don't get it. Uh, and, and, you know, everybody remembers the stop uh, of Lamar in overtime, the two stops that they made, you know, forcing a turnover and once getting a stop. Like, those stick out. But, I mean, think about the play that doesn't stand out, which is that drive that the Ra- the Ravens had at the end of the game, at the end of regulation, that went where they went up by three. You have a third and four. Lamar keeps it. He runs. Carl Nassib, who also made the play in overtime, makes a stop two yards short of the first down. If they get the first down there, uh, they run the run the ball twice, kick the field goal, run out the clock, and the game's over. The Raiders don't have a chance to go tie it. So stopping him short, making the Ravens kick that field goal with 37 seconds left, really is what helped uh, salvage this game. So without that tackle, it doesn't happen. So the defense making plays when they had to to try to win the game, that's new for the Raiders. Finding a way to win is new. They've been finding ways to lose. So that has to help. But just the the – you know the reality of the situation is there's a very good chance you lose next week in Pittsburgh, and you're looking at zero and two, and people are starting to freak out and panic. And and what happens after that when you play another potential playoff team in Miami? Uh, then you know you, you have you're staring at going zero and three. So just getting that win, even though it's only one win in the grand scheme of things, actually matters. It means something. So uh, that's that's big for this team, and that was a big result uh, to get for the Raiders. On sportsmanlike conduct. And on the press box, both times predicted a Raiders win. I'll just leave it at that. Enough said. Now I predicted twenty three. I predicted twenty three eighteen. I I was I totally. It was a total guess. But when you get when you do predict it and something like that happens, you have to take credit, even though you really don't know what you're talking about in most ways. And I just pre- well, pick games to pick them. Listen, I I was not hoping because I, I don't care what the outcome is when I'm covering a game. As we don't, we're you know we're just watching it. But I did three spots in Baltimore today and one here on radio where I said the final score was going to be 27-24 Ravens on a late field goal, 
And it was 27-24. Dink Daniel Carlson. That Daniel left. Carlson got Thanks you Brian, from 55. Brian Edwards and Derek yeah. Carr. Uh, they moved the ball down the field. I had 27-24 yeah. final, so I, w- I was close. I-, I thought it was going to be a late field goal. I thought this was a very close game down to the well, wire. And, and I thought, here's the, here's the thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the Ravens for, for their sake. Uh, if you're a Ravens fan listening to this for whatever reason, uh, a couple of things happen. One... Can you cut that out as a promo for the podcast, please? What? If you're a Ravens fan, for whatever reason? for whatever reason. Uh, One, your offensive line is a disaster, and Villanueva is a complete and total disaster right now. He struggled all game. Max Crosby dominated him. And uh, the last play, listen, Villanueva's an old man. He's slow. He's going to get pushed around. He's, He's not the same athlete that he used to be, but he's been in the league a long time. He should at least understand his assignment he completely blew an assignment and allowed Max Crosby to, excuse me, Carl Nassman to run free. You can't do that. You can't blow an assignment if you're slow and and weak. You can't also not be making the right read. So there's trouble for Baltimore in that regard. Uh, obviously, this is a game that they thought they were going to win. I do think Baltimore held back a lot of their playbook tonight because they've got Kansas City next week, and I think they thought they were going to come in here and win without having to run their full uh, complement of plays, and they paid the price for that. So uh, I'd be concerned if I was the Ravens uh, for a couple reasons. But the other factor here is the Ravens had a lot of running back problems. They, they lost three running backs to season-ending injuries, and everybody freaked out about it. And what I said was, who cares? You're going to find another running back. Tyson Williams stepped in. He was great. He was fine. He was fine. He was great. He's very he's good. Be fine. He's very good. But every, nobody was talking enough about Marcus Peters getting hurt. And go back and look before they got him in 2019. Their secondary struggled a lot. That's why they traded for him. That's why they got him. And since they got him, their secondary has been great. And tonight, they gave a 435 yards passing. He was out. Jimmy Smith was out. Their secondary is decimated. And the Raiders showed that tonight. So that was the injury that mattered. If I'm the Ravens, I'm panicking just a little bit right now. And on the flip side, I'll Ed, leave it at I picked the Raiders to win. Yeah, <laughs> it's late and uh, I picked what the Ravens do? and I All had right. a 30-27. Right. I thought it was going to be a field goal game as well. On, um, to, on to Pittsburgh. On to Pittsburgh. Last thing, Raiders injuries. Uh, lost a lot of defensive players today. Gerald McCoy I saw in the X-ray room. Um, there's some others that went out. And Gakwe went out with a hammy. Yeah. Um, so, Adam said Jacobs had the toe. Yep. They're banged up. They're Especially already. you don't want to. I mean, they're already banged up defensively with the linebackers, so you don't want to start losing linemen as well. I look. I my guess in Gakwe can treatment that. Jeremy McCoy didn't look good. When the when the when the when the cart comes out, it's usually. Well, it's usually a week, if not like a lot longer. Yeah, and you know he's had a lot of seasons behind him, so we'll keep you updated as the week goes on with all of the injuries. But tonight, that'll do it here from Allegiant Stadium. Uh, final score again: thirty-three to twenty-seven. Go Cube! 30, Go Cube! Thirty-three. 27. Go Cube! Overtime win <laughs> for the Las Vegas Raiders, and Ed Greeny will beats. have a role as a hype man. Yes. I got some beats at the house. Bought the kids a lot of beats growing up. I spent a lot of money for that Dr. Dre. (laughs) Oh, great stuff. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Don't forget, hit subscribe wherever you are listening. And also check out VegasNation.com or pick up the paper and print and check out all the great things that Adam Hill and Ed Graney and Vinny Bonsignor and Sam Gordon and all of our great crew are putting out there. And uh, that'll do it for us here from Allegiant Stadium. We'll be back next week. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.